Is everybody in? Everybody in? Everybody in? The ceremony is about to begin. Alright, we are back with an episode of One More Last Time, the podcast. And uh, we are in season two now. And we are welcoming a guest that, uh, what's just really interesting is Tommy and Josh have never met each other. I don't really Ooh, think, we well, have... you in, kind of in passing, you don't really know each other, know each other. Um, well, well, we played together once. Yeah, know? with the, because you were, yeah. we'll get into that, uh, yeah, the other yeah, bands. We'll but yeah. um, <laughs> this is Josh Barnett, or I just call him, Bar- I still call you Barnett, because when we had Josh Evans I would oh, just call yeah. you Barnett because I didn't want to get confused. And so even when I was like talking to Tommy, I was like, hey, we should invite Barnett. I just couldn't bring myself to call you Josh. It was funny because I just, you know, <laughs> for that year or two that you were with us, that's what I called you. So um, for those of people who might not know you or remember, why don't you give us a little quick, who is Josh Barnett? And then we'll get back into your background of bands that you were in, and then we'll tell how you got connected with us. So. Yeah, great. Yeah, I'm Josh Barnett. Uh, Barnett. Um, <laughs> I'm from Southeast Texas. I was born and raised in Beaumont, Texas. Um, that's where I live. A little north of that now, but I'm mostly just here now. Um, that's who I am. I don't. I don't know much else. Much else to say. Uh, uh, I'm married. I have three kids. Um, and I uh, play music at my church, Riverside Church, PCA. Nice, in Beaumont, Texas. Nice. We'll get into uh, you. You you had moved um, to Canada for a while. Um, There's a whole thing. Yeah, it's a whole thing. I remember that. Um, we'll get into that in a little later. But so, um, Beaumont, we had played several shows down there because of uh, Old Finn, um, and I think it was. Uh, <laughs> What is that FWC? What does that stand for? I can't yeah, remember. Family Worship Center. That's was right. The church. Yeah, yeah. They had that venue in their like youth room or whatever, which was really cool. Well, it's like a nightclub that turned into a church, so that was pretty cool, or something like That's that. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. yeah. So the I think youth, did the they youth they moved down though. on the dance floor? Yeah, they moved. They did. Down. They uh they moved actually to a town uh, called Lumberton. Okay, which yeah. is where I live now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's uh, it's all the. Same people. I think it's mostly the same same people. Yeah, I still have lots of friends that go to that church, and um, guys that I've played with in the past that are doing songs there. Yeah, and they work. We yeah, uh, great. when Courtney and I left New Hampshire and we were in the RV, we hooked up back with them when they were still in the other building. Still, so we actually like right. came in like on a Thursday and got to hook it because it had thirty amp shore power so we just hooked our rig in and just smart hung out there for a couple of days guest led on that sunday morning and um nice. kind of hung out for a little bit and then we we went on because we were just making our way back to oklahoma but it was still cool to go back there after all those years and see that so yeah i, I bet so so let's let's start like you you were in the music scene in the beaumont area so what were the bands were there other bands? i mean was there more than one that you played with and then what's the ones that we <laughs> We played with you guys. I don't remember what band you were even in. Yeah, that's a that's a great question. I've um like I've played mu- I've played guitar or drums 
in rock bands since I was 15. Um, we met, so that was, that's like starting around like 1998. Uh, we met for the first time in 2005 <laughs> and I was playing guitar for the red airplanes. Oh, okay. That was the, f- that was the first time yeah. that we played together. So the red airplanes opened for you guys. And then, um, after I played with them through 2005, I started playing, uh, I feel like I was in a band that opened for you guys three times hmm. oh, in Beaumont hmm. at w- twice at FWC and once somewhere else. Hmm. The third time I was playing with a guy named Chris Bino. Oh yeah, Chris. Uh, yeah, Chris, Chris is great. Chris is in Nashville now. Oh, nice. He's still playing. Yeah, it's cool. But um, yeah, so, but each time that, that I opened for you guys, I was in a different band. <laughs> That's funny. And also, that has well, to be a record. I was going to say, were you playing? Because you play guitar, but you, I, you also are a drummer. Like, was yeah, several different so, instruments so situations? It, yeah, the, the first time it was guitar, the, the other two times, or if it was two, I'm starting to not remember maybe who the second group was, yeah. but it's okay. The third, the third, third or whatever the last time was i was playing drums yeah and uh that's that's the time that third time is when i remember talking to you guys the most Mm. because obviously you came up to me and you're like hey oh yeah you want want my job yeah (laughs) (laughs) essentially i i uh i said oh tommy hello (laughs) goodbye (laughs) it's nice to meet you sorry that you're leaving i'll take your job (laughs) Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, uh, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was exciting times for me, um, for sure. Cause I knew that you guys were playing, like I'd played around Texas for a long time, um, in all of the major cities and the small ones. Yeah. And I'd done a little bit of playing outside of it, uh, with, with the planes, uh, we, you know, like we went over to Florida and we did some shows and did, did some other things, but, uh, but yeah. So whenever, whenever you asked, that was in, um, I was probably October or early November of 2006. God, was it that quick? Yeah. God. Yeah. And, yeah. um, and, uh, yeah, that's, that's whenever you asked if I would play, it was a, you asked if I would come, if I would learn the songs and play a run of shows with you guys through the Midwest. Mm. And, uh, it turned into one show. <laughs> that which, sounds about right. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> which, uh, which I didn't know we were like, I didn't know that was the pattern at the time, but yeah. I could roll with it. It was fine. Yeah. That sounds about yeah. right with Eddie, yeah. Eddie book and shows. <laughs> Ellie. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I, I had a good time. Yeah. I, so, cause I remember the the very first show very distinctly. I remember, I remember everything that happened leading up to it. So, uh, Jared, you played, uh, some kind of an acoustic solo show, um, a little bit north of where I lived in Texas. Okay. And it was, that was maybe, it was it was like maybe a month after after the Radio Angel played and and you guys talked to me yeah. and you gave me a CD then mm. to learn the songs yeah. and so I took that CD back 
and I lived with my parents in my bedroom and I set my drums up in the bedroom yeah. and I learned Tommy's licks <laughs> like perfectly. Like if I, if I can say that, yeah. like maybe not all the same flair, maybe not quite as cool, but I rem- and so I remember, so I learned it all. I was just like headphones and just like got it down perfectly as well as I could. And then, um, the, sh- the show the show that we played was between Christmas and New Year's, December of 2006. And so I drove up the eight hours to Moore yep. and stayed with you. Oh, yeah. And then we practiced two times over two nights. Yeah. And then we hit the road. And I remember whenever we practiced, you guys would have a question about, oh, the song does this. And I would say, oh, no, it does that. It does this other thing, or at least the record does anyway. And I remember Eddie saying something like, this guy knows our songs better than we do. Because uh, I had just, I had just. Like, yeah, I, you just were listening. They were, yeah, they were, they were burned it. in. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. And then, so the two, the two practices. And so each practice, we went through each song one time because yeah. we were, we were learning seven or eight. And um, so I, I practiced each song with the band twice and then we hit the road and we drove up to Cedar Falls, Iowa okay. to play um, this big like winter to- winter time indoor. Oh, it was uh, a festival. Kind of a fest. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was like one of my favorite. Was I sick at that one? You were. Yeah, I was super sick. <laughs> Which, yeah, that sucked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we, like, I remember, like we get there and I don't know exactly what to expect. I know there's a lot of bands and groups on the bill. Um, I remember sound checking cause we were opening the fest. Yeah. We were the very first band of the two day festival. So we played at noon. So we did like our sound check in the mid morning time. Um, and then we chilled for a little bit and then we went back and I remember walking out on the big, like it's like this indoor civic center, huge space space and um we walk out and like all the kids are there and it was immediately the biggest show i'd ever played yeah. like it that was the first thing i ever i was like oh like i've done three or four hundred this is like two thousand yeah, kids awesome. and like, yeah and i was like uh well yeah, that's <laughs> all you can do <laughs> yeah so i just started playing and i remember not really messing up Except that Jared, you were super sick and your, your throat was real. Yeah, it was bad. Course. It was it was pretty bad, and uh, and so we cut a song or two and closed with "Sing Love," and you guys had maybe previously done like this big jam out ending of the song. Yeah, yeah. We- and- we had not yeah. practiced that's, jam out. That's typical of, of us to not remember that that's what we do. And we just remember like, Oh, yeah. Tommy, Tommy just follow us. Yeah. Cause we, we yeah. never like had a, a set thing. We would just, you know, roll with it. Yeah. 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 Eventually like I got it. Yeah. But at that show, I was like, <laughs> nobody filled you in. <laughs> oh, we're still doing it. We're still doing this. Okay. I'm going to keep playing. You know, those thousands, they're fine. watching. Yeah. Yeah, I'm they're, sure it sounds they're like fine. I they think it's supposed to sound. <laughs> and then uh, I remember when it ended, I was like still playing, and I was like, oh, 
you know doing all this yeah. stupid ending stuff i just i just remember that of all the places like the the very end of the set that was a that was a spot that i i kind of gooeyed up yeah. a little bit that happens well, that's but, understandable you know when you're when you're not told yeah you well, know that festival, <laughs> yeah that festival we had played prior to that because it it, it became a uh um like the festival like promoters or whatever like we want you back every year to be the opening like to kick it off or whatever and so i remember mm-hmm. that and i just remember being so sick i was like this sucks and then i because i remember after playing um i got a i hitched a ride back on like from one of the runners or whatever back to the hotel and i just sat yeah, in that did. hot tub for what seemed like hours because i was just trying to get steam because I was like, I don't know mm-hmm. if we had another show or we, I knew we were, we were supposed to play a couple of shows, I think but I had to, the highway was like snowed yeah, closed it was bad, or something yeah. and oh. they they like canceled the shows. Yeah, but it was like, for mm-hmm. me, I thought we were still going at that point. So I was like, I got to get my voice back. So yeah, but those were, um, I think the first year we did it, Tommy was the year that, um, uh, it might've been skillet. No, I remember it was. Yeah. I think it was a Newsboys skillet. And then, yeah, skillet. I remember. And, yeah, I think we're. But so that was the where John Cooper had. That was when they f- first started like playing the both markets, and they were like the first tour. I think they were. They. I think they had just been at what saliva or something, and yeah, oh, wow. talking yeah. about how they would. You know, their bus <laughs> gets there, and you know three four in the morning, and then they wake up later, and he'd so he was like, I'd walk out, and there'd be like cases of beer, and like we don't really drink. So what is What are we supposed to do with all this? And then he was like, if I did drink it, give me the runs or something like that. It was just funny. Um, but that was that, pretty funny. I, that's I, the time I, I had a, was cool. I had a real awkward time with John backstage that, that, that night also. Um, he like, I'm just sitting back there. We're hanging like, like normal. And um, I guess he showered at the, <laughs> arena or whatever you call you know and and he's just got a towel around him and he's like so how's it going man and we're just sitting there talking like <laughs> like 15 minutes and i'm like this this is this is pretty weird <laughs> you know it's this that's kind of funny because so the big closer the i guess it was probably the friday night the first night that that we played uh the big closer was reliant k oh, that funny. night and uh and so you know, like Jared said, like you had gone back, you weren't there. And me and Josh Evans and Eddie, we were still there. We stayed for the whole thing. And we went to the back to like the locker rooms and green room showers area. And we were thinking we've still got some shows to play. Let's go grab some free soaps and some different things. Cause (laughs) you know, whatever. So we pushed the doors open to go back to like the showers area and there's the drummer for Reliant K. I, forgive me. I don't remember the poor guy's name, but he's, he's standing there, uh, no shirt, just his boxer briefs bent over about to pull up his pants. <laughs> and so we, we open the door and we stop right there. The three of us. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, he's like to the side and he like looks up and he looks over and he goes, well, hello boys. <laughs> <laughs> That's really and he stands up and puts on his pants. We're like, we're just here to get some free Q-tips. Uh, see ya. That's funny. Yeah. Those, those, that stuff's always awkward. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it was great. I felt like, uh, you know, 
I've made it. <laughs> <laughs> like, it doesn't get better than this. That was a cool festival. That I it remember was. that venue was like a, a dome thing. It, it was yeah. like it, like the air kept it up because it was almost like a the roof could kind of collapse back down if they didn't need to use it or something. It was weird. Right. It was almost yeah. like indoor track and field type thing. I don't remember. But yeah, that was always yeah. a thing. It, was it was big. It was, I, I remember that. Yeah. It's funny because, it like, big. when you were like explaining it, and then I was like, I, I feel like we played there, like, you know, when yeah, I, I think and, we, and that was it. Yeah. I think we played there yeah. three times. And I think yeah. Josh was, was the last one that we did. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's funny. I also remember, uh, let's see, Grits, Grits performed. Oh, yeah. And they were, they were the only artists that showed up with like an entourage. Because okay. it's like two guys, yeah. but they yeah. walked in and there was like twelve guys. Wow! And then, uh, and then <laughs> also, you know, they have all the different like merch booths, and they have like the festival merch, like yeah. the t-shirts and all kinds yeah. of different stuff, and like Christian t-shirts. And, all yeah. this. and I just remember we saw this one booth, and it had a green t-shirt with the like Mountain Dew logo oh, no. and font, Do the Dew, but it it said Jesus Christ. Do the Jew? Oh no! What? <laughs> Man, that would be okay. we, we, we looked at it. And we were just like, "Who thought this was a good idea?" Yeah. Oh. Oh God. I, I, that's the I down, that's the downside this. of Christian festivals. Is like those types of booths. Where, oh man, that stuff is always cheesy. I kind of want one of those right now. <laughs> <I know. laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> that's funny. Oh man. Yeah. That was, uh, it was that was a great shirt. Yeah. Man. I kind of think mm. uh one show that stood out to me that you played with us Josh was uh that uh, water park somewhere in Texas and then like you wrote yeah. you drove down the wrong road or something and jacked up your car or something stupid. Oh no. That was the last show I ever played with you. That's what it was. <laughs> I was just, I was leaving out. We were leaving out of the back of the, of the water park. And it was just like this very long dirt road with no lights. Yeah. I remember uh, that. And it also, it seemed like it was on somebody's land. Like, yeah, it it was was, like private property. It was weird. It was, it was a weird Northeast Texas situation. (laughs) And the, yeah, there were just no lights. And I had just, I was in a rental car and I had just zipped up ahead and we were going to go eat somewhere, some waffle place or IHOP or something. Yeah. And, uh, and some people were going to meet us. And, and, um, the little drive took a 45 degree turn, uh, and it was night and I had like just zipped ahead of yeah. you and I, I just missed the turn. And, <sighs> Uh, th- thankfully, I had purchased like the twenty dollars insurance yes. on that. Car, Always worth so it. Yes. Always I, worth I, it. I backed. I backed out of the field and um, put the bumper in the back of the car. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> and then drove home. <laughs> and I returned the car and I go into the office and I say, "I'm really glad you convinced me to buy the extra insurance because it was the same guy. Yeah. I returned it to the same guy." That picked it up from and he was like oh no because i and like there was barbed wire hidden in there so yeah. it was whatever it's you know fine what it's the only time i've ever wrecked yeah, a car that's funny though <laughs> i was like what are the odds yeah well, it's funny not too long ago my wife and i were coming back from uh, uh we had went and visited family um and in, in new orleans and we came back that highway and, and i saw that water park and i go oh I think that's the water park where Josh wrecked his car. 
I was talking. I was talking to my oldest daughter the other day about how I was going to do this podcast, yeah. and, and she was like, "What are you going to talk about?" And I was like, "Oh, well, Jared sent me like a couple things. You know, we'll talk about shows we played and like funny stories." And she was like, "Are you going to talk about the car wreck?" Because <laughs> you know, I told all everybody knows, and I was like, "No, I'm not going to talk oh, about yeah, the car totally wreck. Why would I talk about the car wreck? No, that's that, crazy. Who then, wants to hear that? Yeah, because <laughs> that's what I remember. Us, we, we like to hear it." Man, you that's are great. Awesome. I didn't know that story. That's good. Uh, also, I forgot you were you were with us when Michael Blakemore did the the yeah. last. We so the really the last run of outside of the region of like Oklahoma, Texas, and Arkansas. We'd gone out mm-hmm. and played. Um, I think in Boston, and then uh, yeah, we played just out. We we drove up. Um, we drove over to Nashville, and I, we played a showcase. Oh yeah, for that little indie label. Yeah, I can't remember what that label was now. I can't remember what they were called either. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, anyway, and then, um, and then we had a show just outside of Boston. I don't remember what the name of the town was. I remember we showed up. We were a couple hours early. We drove into like Boston mm-hmm. and just to like see Fenway Park and drive by like Berkeley yeah. and just like, oh, there's where the school is. There's where the um, – we did that. Then we played a show in Keene, mm-hmm. New Hampshire. And then we drove across Canada. That was the first time that I was ever there. Yes. No. And it was a blizzard. Yeah, I was going to say – Do you remember that? You know, we're going to have Michael on soon and I'm going to talk about it because – Poor Michael. So him being the new guy now, uh, he sat in front with me. I was the one driving. And we thought, surely, Canada, blizzard, they clean their roads. So we had stayed in Buffalo the night before because people were like, don't yeah. go any further. Like, the roads are pretty much closed right now. We're like, oh, okay, we'll just stay in Buffalo and get up and drive. Because we were going to Michigan, and we were going to cut cut through. So we wake up that next morning pretty early thinking that, oh, it's, you know, I think it I was only supposed to take, like, three four hours yeah it was like max like a four yeah. or five hour trip like max so we get into canada and the roads start getting worse and i'm like what in the world and the windshield wipers are like the rd frost isn't working so michael being the new guy i was like hey man you're gonna have to get out of the, like break the ice off of the windshield wipers <laughs> so here we are like you know probably only going on like 40 45 because I, I can't see the road and he's like literally out on the like yeah. hanging out the front you know the side window and like hitting the yeah snow. he was hanging out trying to scrape the ice and the snow off the window <laughs> oh, while we were so driving bad. down the highway but it was it was pretty treacherous i mean it looked kind of like narnia and there were like there was a ditch on the side of the road <laughs> mm-hmm. and like there were cars slid off i don't know how many cars yeah. we saw there was at one point when i i said ice, to but... you guys i was like i honestly don't know if i'm still on the road at this point so I'm going to go slow. <laughs> so I was like, I just don't yeah. know. If it starts getting bumpy, yeah. we'll know. And then finally yeah, it was we crazy. made it. But it was like, I think it took seven hours. It ended up taking seven hours. Yeah, it took a long <sighs> time. And then, uh, and then, yeah, and then we played we played the show at that, um, yeah, that, at that pub or yeah, bar or whatever was it was awesome. in Grand Haven and hung out with Kenny. Yep, you got, that was your Shout out to Kenny. Experience. Uncle Kenny. Yeah, you got to hang out Uncle with Uncle Kenny. Kenny. <laughs> yeah. uh, we love you. Yeah. He's more than reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> He's a good dude. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was a, I loved playing in Grand Haven and even that place was cool. Like, I mean, it's just a little mm-hmm. pub. Like we had, we didn't mic anything except vocals. Like it was wow. packed mm-hmm. and it ended up, man, it was awesome. There was, it was like tons of people there and, 
Um, they made a drink called the Radial Angel or something like that. And so people were <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. like frou frou drink or something. I think that's the <laughs> night that Chris got a little too much. <laughs> Kenny's brother, Chris. I was like, oh, uh, no, probably. Yeah. So, but that was fun. And that was, yeah, that was <laughs> Michael's it. like first trip. And I was like, poor Michael had to be hanging out the side of the van, almost dying <laughs> to make sure that we could see. Well, I look forward to future episodes where he talks about what that was like. Yeah. Because oh, from be my perspective, I was fine. Yeah. Because you were no longer the new guy. So <laughs> you didn't get treated like that. <laughs> oh, those were fun. I'm trying to think. You played, but I think you were going to say, like, you played more than just. How long was it? Like, was it a year? And then it was like. I played, much- yeah, I played um, from the end of 2006 until mid 2008. So okay, yeah. almost two, two years. Almost years um, yeah. yeah, we did. We did that East Coast run working backwards. We did um, two West Coast runs, um, and then several little one-off or like two shows or whatever yeah. in Oklahoma or Texas was the, or was the West, Tennessee. Was the West ones? Was that with anybody? Do you remember the very first one? Um, we were with. Ever stays okay, red. That's of course, yeah. right? Yeah. Of course, yeah. And so they they were doing a tour, I think, with Cutlass. Okay. And we were, but they were like double timing it, playing the off nights, mm. also, and we were opening up for them on the off nights. So they were they had arranged all of these in between oh, nice. venues and shows, and so we were fo- we were kind of following that the tour, tour yeah. but we yeah, but we weren't. Okay, you know, that. we were just playing with them at different churches and stuff. Yeah, so getting to know getting to know them was a lot of fun. Yeah, really, really great. nice guys. I, really, uh, really I nice. still talk to Josh, um, the drummer. Um, mm-hmm. He used he played slam ball at the time, and then now he actually coaches slam ball. So I uh, talked oh. to him not too long ago because there's a there might be an opportunity for me, Tommy, and. Um, my wife and a couple of guys to go out and do some worship stuff in Phoenix. And I reached out to him if he had a kit still like a drum kit that we could use. And, but mm-hmm. I was like, Hey, I see your, your coach and slam ball these days. So it was kind of funny. What's funny is my wife and I just binged one tree Hill like months ago. And you know, in that one season he plays slam ball. So I, I was like, yeah, this guy coaches slam ball. She's like, that's a real sport. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not, wasn't just in the show. <laughs> so it's just kind of funny. This is all news to me. I've never heard of slam ball. So slam ball is uh, it involves trampolines. It's basketball on trampolines, and so okay, like, but it's like full contact, gotcha. so you can like check people into the so you, glass. Okay, yeah. you get slammed. Yeah, it's it's pretty brutal. But like I remember one time yeah. we dropped Josh Carlson off at the airport because he was flying over to Japan or some craziness to to go play slam ball, and then. I think they had a fill-in drummer at the time. It was because like, he, didn't, he didn't come back on the tour. We ended up still going on. I don't remember when that was. But, oh, that was the show. That was that run, Tommy, where you and Eddie and and Josh Evans had to stay at that crazy place that didn't really have any place for y'all to sleep. I remember the, the guy uh, was like, he he like reclined the lazy boy. He's like, well, one of you guys could sleep here. Because <laughs> I, uh, I remember you guys telling me about that. And I was like, I was with Everstays Red because I was going to help them drive their big rig because that big trailer yeah and I, like yeah. we dropped josh off and then we went on and i was like you guys i slept at a nice guest place i was like yeah i didn't know <laughs> you so it's kind of you're talking about whenever like because like some t 
teen fan or something had said like, yeah, you guys can stay at my house. Yeah, were you with it? Is that with, was that you? That was okay. with me. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. didn't remember that. Yeah. We yeah. dropped him and, off. Uh, yeah, we dropped Josh Carlson. Yeah. Off. Yeah. You guys slept in. The- you didn't have to deal with that. So we walked in <laughs> and you know, it's like, it's not crazy late. We were like, you know, we're, we're just nice Christian boys on a nice Christian rock tour yeah. and it's like 11 PM or something. It's not three in the morning. Yeah. And we walk in and like all the lights are off in the house, except for like a couple of lamps in the living room. And there's like a pillow and a blanket on the couch and like a pillow and a blanket on like a love seat <laughs> and like a lazy boy. Yeah. Reclined. Reclined out, yeah. Yeah. Wow. And we were just like, I, okay, thanks. And she was like, oh, yeah, okay, good night. And then that was it. Like the teen went away yeah. and we saw nobody and we just like, we're trying to be quiet and we didn't go into the kitchen. You know, yeah. we just brushed our teeth and we went to couch. Yeah. Went and to couch. In the, in, the mor- <laughs> in the morning, I think it was, the show was on like a Wednesday or a weekday. Cause in the morning, the kids had to go to school mm. and we wake up and I guess maybe the fan, the the friend had maybe not totally cleared uh, with their parents. Oh, no. We were going to no. stay. And there was this, or I don't know exactly, but there was this argument between the father <laughs> and the daughter oh, no. in the kitchen about, I don't know exactly what, but he wasn't super happy. And then they kind of went to their different parts of the house and we just slowly zipped up all of our bags and we're just like, okay, we're going. Bye-bye. <laughs> we just left and we got in the car, we got in the van. We're just like, I would rather sleep in the van in the yeah. Walmart parking lot than ever do yeah. that again. Yeah. That was, that was the weirdest. Yeah. That was, that was probably, you know, like I've slept in churches oh, and yeah. all kinds of, you know, Sunday school rooms yeah. and, people's basements and attics and all kinds of stuff. But like, but that, yeah, that's the lazy boy. Yeah, I'm sure that you was know, horrible. What's, what's funny to me though, is I didn't experience that. I was with ever red who got the yeah. treatment. Like we, I had a meal <laughs> at when I, before I went to sleep and I got breakfast <laughs> made for me before we left. Yeah. I think this, I think this podcast is over. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, but I paid for Classic. it. I had to drive that dang van with that like 30 foot trailer. Um, Cause that was when Dustin, he wouldn't drive, I guess. I don't remember what happened. So with them dropping Josh off, they mm-hmm. were only going to have Zach at the time to be able to drive. So I was like, well, I'll, I'll right. go and help you guys and drive it. Um, but yeah, but then we all stayed at um, Josh and uh, Zach's parents' house, which is like a mansion, which was awesome. Oh, it's a great uh, yeah. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. I remember, yeah. I remember going there. Very, very nice folks. Mm-hmm. I, en- I enjoyed yeah. it. Those ever since the time that were, I spent there. Those guys were so always so awesome. I loved playing shows with them and being oh, out yeah. there. And yeah. I just liked playing those shows in Arizona with them too. Those are fun. Mm-hmm. Oh man. I forgot yeah. you did play quite a bit with us. Yeah. I did. I don't, uh, um, I wasn't, I wasn't in like Radio Angel wasn't the longest band I ever I ever played in, um, but definitely was the most shows that I played in that amount of time for sure. I mean, I don't know exact. I'd have to look, but I bet I played fifty or seventy shows. That was I mean that that was kind of the the mid end of the prime time of when that was all going on, so it was easier to book shows back then. Yeah, I well you could you got a sense like. So the the first the first 
the first tour with Ever Stays Red, there was it was uh, it was real. You, like to me, it felt like we're doing things. Yeah. The second West Coast tour that I did with you guys, Eddie had booked all of it as hard as he could, yeah. <laughs> and um, that one was more difficult. the 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 venues were like states apart, mm. and mm. I remember it started. It's that might have been the one that started in New Mexico. Okay, this is, this is great. I forgot about this. We were in Santa Fe, New Mexico, and we were booked at this bar. And um, I think Adam maybe had booked it for us. Oh, Adam would. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Who knows? And um, <laughs> maybe not. I can't, but maybe. But Adam, if you remember, send a message. <laughs> yeah. um, and I remember we we all kind of had to agree that like, Hey, this bar, it is next door to a strip club. Does that bother us? We were like, (laughs) we were like, no, like that's next door. Like we're in this, we're in the, you know, we're in the other place. You know, we want to shine the light of the gospel in the dark places. That's fine. So we show up. The stage is just like a little piece of pie in the corner of this huge room mm. that is totally empty. And the sound system was like one speaker that it looked like they picked up out of a ditch yeah. and it was just sitting on the floor. There was no nothing. There was no sound guy in there. There was, there was like, there was nothing. We walk in, we hang. So then we notice a girl come out of some double doors yeah. on the side of the club. And we realized there was a hallway that connected both oh, of those places. Right. Oh wow. <laughs> and we were just like, this is, this is like right next door. <laughs> like I this thought by next door you mean another another building, but the, yeah. I didn't know you meant the next room. Yeah, wow. Um, and so and we and I remember. So that was the first show that we were supposed to play on that tour, and we just bailed. We just yeah, like, that's we're not, about we're right. Not <laughs> yeah, we're like there's no sound system. Yeah. There's nobody in this place. The room is gigantic. Yeah. Um, nobody's gonna come over from bronze body to come watch this rock show or whatever, even if we could get a sound system figured (laughs) out. And so we just left. Um, and we got some pretty good Mexican food. Yeah. I think I remember at the end of it. And then, and then we, we drove over to, um, to Monterey and we played two days at spirit West coast. Okay. And that was a much better experience. There's actually a couple, there's actually a video of of those two oh, yeah, shows I that. It's on, on YouTube. YouTube, yeah, 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 okay, I yeah, that. yeah. We um, played both days, or both days. We did. Game. We played both days. I think at three p.m. both days. One of the days, I was a little bummed that we were playing at three because Leland was playing mm-hmm. like the one of the stages, mm-hmm. and Leland is from Baytown. Yeah, which is and so like yeah, I kind of I don't I didn't I don't know them. Yeah, uh, but it, um, I. Like we did have like mutual friends, yeah. So I wanted to, I wanted to see, it. but I was like, oh, I gotta play my own show. Mm. Um, but the guy that the guy that videoed it, uh, shout out to this guy. He videoed both days and like spliced the footage with like one audio file. Oh yeah. So like it switches between the two days. It's it's yeah. interesting yeah, to watch, and you can that. see, uh, yeah, you can see, uh, Mister Everstays Red, probably Dustin, I guess, uh, running sound for oh, us. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We always would trade. I might have to look for that. Check it out. Yeah, was, I'll send it to you. That was back when uh, we. Uh, all right, uh, let's have it again. That was back <laughs> when we would uh, do the Christina Aguilera part. 
of the bridge. Yeah, yeah. and so that's the song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I forgot yeah. about that. <laughs> not not beautiful yeah. with the Christina Aguilera. Oh, definitely. Man. man, that area up there, Joshua. I think well, not, Joshua Fest is is nearby there too. Um, it's just that's mm. a beautiful part of of California. But yeah, I remember I remember driving out to the beach and like I was like, man, yeah. this is why people want to live here. But Spirit West Coast is on that like racetrack which was cool it's like the they do like formula one racing so that, like you had to literally right. walk across the racetrack and you can you don't really get a feel when you watch that stuff on tv but how much like tread is on those those tracks i'm like good gosh oh yeah it's space it's just rubber yeah, at this point hey do you remember um that weekend david crowder playing the main stage and he had rigged a guitar hero yes. guitar yeah. to the four chords yeah. that were in his song. So whenever he pressed the blue button and the green button, it was, you know, it was a G, C, yeah, D, yeah. E minor, whatever yeah. it was. And he, so he played, he played and performed his song, but like the guitar hero guitar yeah. was his guitar because he made it into kind of like a guitar. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. cool. It was cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, was really cool. that was, uh, I remember specifically that one of those days we were, uh, I think it was me and Josh Evans were headed to, um, the catering tent or whatever. And all of a sudden it was like, ladies and gentlemen, Lincoln Brewster. And he like, and he just like rips a guitar <laughs> solo. And Josh was like, yeah, Josh was like, I got to go watch him. <laughs> so he's like, I remember watching Lincoln Brewster that day. And man, that guy can shred. It was awesome. I, was yeah, like, I wasn't yeah. expecting that from Josh. He was like, I got to go see him. It was just funny. <laughs> like, I got to go. Um, yeah, that was great. I remember also on that, on that tour, um, we played like some Red Bull sponsored show in montana i think i remember that we yeah we played in oh at that time in the late late latish mid-2000s the city was like the number one bicycle friendly town in america that's what they were like voted what was it called uh anyway i remember um shout out to this guy i needed some sort of something i don't remember if it was like a an adapter for some part of my rig or some sort of something and there was this drummer who was at the show and maybe his i think his band was playing too Mm. and he was like oh i can help you with that we can go get this key or wire i literally i have no idea what it was um or maybe he needed it for his drum set i don't remember it at all and he was like you can come if you want i was like okay and so i (laughs) jumped in this guy's car yeah, with him that's always and fun. i rode to his house and um and that's when he told me about how bicycle friendly the show was oh. and then he introduced <laughs> me to a band called gideon's press which was a band that the drummer was the old drummer from grandma train oh nice oh nice yeah, and I'd never heard of the group. Yeah. I like, had no idea what they were doing. Um, I Maybe I'll find some way to send you a couple of the better songs, yeah. but like it was, it's very, very weird music, hmm. uh, but very yeah. interesting on the drums. Anyway, He's an so amazing drummer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. He's ridiculous. Dude's cracked. That's yeah. crazy. Oh, man. Well, we kind of talked about standout shows and tour runs, obviously. There's a lot. Yeah. I didn't realize yeah. it was that long. I Yeah. That time frame for me, like when Tommy left and then it was mm-hmm. you, and then after you, we had um, uh, like a young kid trying to help. Um, what was his name? Matt. Um, 
Yeah. Barrett. Um, yeah. April's brother. And then after that, it was Adam. Ch- so I'm like, the time frames for me, and then Radio Angel was over, and I was doing the New York summer thing, and then I left the state. But, yeah, it's like I didn't realize it was almost two years. And, yeah, I forgot you played way more. Michael, unfortunately, came in at the very end. And only did the that very very end. Did yeah, that East Coast run, did. And, and then we did that water park show, and that was it. <laughs> yeah, the water park show, and then I, I know New York Summer did a few shows. Yeah, um, maybe you guys played the House of Blues in Dallas. Yeah, we did. That was when we played with Need to Breathe back at the time. In that time, yeah, it was funny I re- because I really wanted to play that show. But hey, those guys, guy who did. those guys remembered <laughs> us, or at least remembered me as real angels so me and eddie and then he they were like what are you doing like, well it's over you know whatever so it's just kind of funny yeah um, <laughs> i i do i do distinctly remember um this um juxtaposition between like my feelings about coming into this group that's like playing shows all over the country and has friends and and um, knows people in the industry and all that sort of stuff, like compared to the way you were feeling, Jared, about like, oh, this is this is getting towards the end. Yeah. I can feel it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> I remember thinking like, man, I wish this guy was more jazzed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Michael would say the same thing because it was like the New York Summer Project, like to me, like um, personally, like the New York Summer stuff was at the time the best stuff that I had written. And it was because I was just writing to write. It wasn't like we got to keep mm-hmm. pumping out these songs. That otherwise we're not going to be mm-hmm. able to tour anymore. And so, yeah, well, well, but we had just been burned so many times. I mean, even when Tommy was still in the group, we just, we got, we always got taken advantage of or talked out of stuff or just made dumb decisions. Mm-hmm. And I, it was just weighing on me after all that. I mean, all you years. and I used to have a lot of talks on the road, you know, like we were like sort of toward the end uh, that I was there, but you know, we were just like, do are we, are we supposed to keep doing this yeah. or, you, you know, it just weighs on you after a while. Um, when, when you, when you have problems, kind of like you talked about Josh, like how you show up and there's like a little bitty speaker and that didn't happen very often, but, but it when it did, it was very frustrating. And, and, uh, but yeah, I remember, you know, discussing that sometimes what well, was just so, like mm-hmm. it felt like looking back now and like being where i am at with in my walk with the lord and kind of knowing this is where he was shifting me anyway it looking back it's easier to say okay i understand he was closing these doors for a reason but it was right. still frustrating at the time because we knew we were good we knew we had we could put on a show like and we like Nine out of the ten bands that we would play with most of the time uh, sucked. And it's like they had record deals. And it's just like, I don't understand what's going on. And right. we got jacked up with the label <clears throat> situation anyway and kind of got blackballed. And so that didn't help. Um, right. And that was early-ish compared to me yeah. coming in. And so you, so. you got to think from like 2004 till Tommy left, we were still – grinding it out trying to figure out if anybody would take us like management booking labels mm-hmm. then we thought we hit a gold mine with the whole Stephen baldwin situation and then that shot down real quick um, yeah that fizzled yeah out. that was like yeah i remember i remember 
playing a couple of different showcases. We did one during South by Southwest in Austin. Mm -hmm. I remember that. Um, And that was, I don't remember who it was for. I don't. I know. I remember talking to guy an A and R guy. I don't know if he was at Sony or or something. Mm. I don't remember or RCA it, it, yeah. or something. I, I think it was RCA. Yeah. That sounds about right. I remember seeing Paul Meany from Mute Math on the streets. Oh, nice. But uh, I, I still somewhere have a picture of me <laughs> with him from that from that time because I had seen that band yeah, know, yeah. six times live. They were in, incredible. Um, and then I remember we played that little showcase in Nashville that I mentioned earlier. And I also remember having a meeting on in Nashville in an office with some guy. And I don't remember the name of the label, but I just remember that at the time they had both POD and Sandy Patty. <laughs> and I was like, where do we fit in this equation? Yeah. Somewhere in the middle, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, yeah. It, you just uh, like you came in a time where like we were still chugging away because we thought, you know, something could happen. But I mean, Michael would probably tell you the same thing because I was just it just beat me down. Like we mm-hmm. just one bad decision after another, and and you know, in my defense and in Tommy's defense, we were young. Like you know, he oh, and I sure. were. Yeah, that didn't 20s. help. Yeah, we you know we kind of just trusted those around us at the time. And, you know, you, you see those, those stories are a dime a dozen these days. And well, the, the whole thing now, if I, if I could go back and do it over again, I, we wouldn't have went with word. We would have went with Sparrow. So Sparrow had That's called. what we should have did. Yeah. When Sparrow found out that we were going to sign with squint, which was word curb Warner brothers. I, there was like 400 names on that thing. Um, I remember talking right. to at the time it was Chris York. Um, and he just said, you know, we don't have Warner Brother money, but what are some of your favorite bands right now? And I was like, well, I, I love Crowder, Charlie Hall, because that's when uh, Six Steps was doing all the, with Crowder and, and Charlie Hall, and when all the passion stuff was on Sparrow. Switchfoot, mm-hmm. you know, and so he, they were like, yeah, we have all those bands, you know, like, come on over with us. And Sanctus Real had just signed with them, and mm. um, there was like, we'd love to. That was a good band. Yeah, they were like, we'd yeah. love to put you guys out on the road together like because we're they were like we're a family here we want to take care of our bands and stuff but it was the money man like we were blinded by the money you know like we we got an unheard of deal at the time like even talking to um the guys from sync just real like several months after the deals theirs had (laughs) some they had signed and we had signed and he was like matt i remember talking to matt about it he was like do you mind that he was like you mind me asking what kind of deal you got and i was like well at the time, I think it was like a seven plus. So it meant like seven. This, this record, record plus. Seven. Yeah, like the record that we had, they gave us plus seven. But they bought our masters from us. Um, so we paid off um, the studio that we recorded with. And that was like 50 grand. Um, they gave us $30,000 up front for publishing, which is unheard of. And so like as a songwriter, like, you know, we split it the way that we needed to do it. Obviously, I got a majority of the stake of that. But then they also gave us like a signing bonus, which I think was like ten mm-hmm. or something stupid, something and, like, and yeah. then gave us another five to take care of our lawyer, like so, so that mm. all the lawyer fee would be paid paid for. And I told Matt that and he was like, "What?" <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, we got like five grand all together." And I was like, "So I mean, it was <laughs> when you're twenty, twenty one, you're seeing these right. dollar That's signs." That's all you. I mean, yeah. You, instead of thinking long term. 
this is what yeah, we right. so yeah. like going back i would love to do that again over again and go with sparrow obviously but it is what it is and you know you're young you make those those decisions like that but i think over the years of you know we got talked out of like we did a showcase after we were on the label for booking um and we i mean we had everybody there caa William Morris. Um, William Morris. I mean, the big dogs. And they, like, loved us. Like, they were talking, like, and then, and we listened to our manager at the time because this up-and-coming guy was, like, going to do it. He was like, would you? And so he talked us out of saying, by saying, would you rather be the big fish in a little pond or a little fish in the big pond? I remember that. It's it's an easy decision. But, yeah, that that bit us in the rear real quick. It did. That didn't last even mm. a year. It really did, Shoot. yeah. And the, Shoot. the only thing that we got out of that was to go on tour with the Elms. That's it. And that was because he was mm. their manager at the time. That was it. Yeah. And so I was like, frick. And so, but we burned bridges <laughs> by doing that. Mm-hmm. So one, like, yeah. those type of business decisions over and over and over, it just, it, 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 that's where it led us. And so, yeah, it does suck that I was kind of just, meh. I was kind of at the end. <laughs> no, but I mean, I get it. And I think that in um, whenever you say that you feel like you were writing some of your best songs, I think, I think, like, I don't know, from my perspective, I might agree. Like, I I always liked the Radio Angel style. I thought that personally, I like the Waiting on Love songs. Those are probably my, that's probably yeah. my favorite collection of songs. Mm-hmm. Although the EP before had some real bangers. Yeah. Um, Um, but some of that newer stuff, I was really uh, glad that I could help shape some of those songs. Yeah. Like, uh, wait. Yeah. Which ended up being on the New York summer record. Yeah. Go. Go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And I, like, I still have the demos that we recorded that I played on for all those songs. I I still sometimes play them. Yeah. Yeah. Love of my life. life, I have, yeah, I have that, that demo. Um, I have a, three demo songs, love of my life and wait. And then there was one that had no vocals to it. That was just this instrumental, hmm. but no nothing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing came of it. I think it was too heavy, oh. but, um, Oh, was it like, yeah, I just happened to listen to that today. That's the only reason why I was it might be that, that one. I remember, but it started with this, uh, like, Real jangly. I'd have to find some demos. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Nobody wants to listen to me go. You're just speaking drum talk. That's fine. Yeah. I speak drum. It's okay. Yeah. If you play the drums, you know exactly what I just said. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's the Coldplay clock speed. It is. It definitely is. That's funny. Oh yeah, I mean, when you got to play that really cool show anyway with uh, with the Wormy Dog was what what that place was called with Eli Young Band. Um, oh yeah, so that was a cool yeah. show, and that, that was a fantastic that, show. that show. Like breathed life into me because mm. Eli Young Band loved us, and they were like they did. They actually took our stuff and gave it to their management, and like we had initial conversations with with their management mm. team, and it was like. You know, they they wanted. They were like, we'd love to have you guys play more shows with us and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I thought it was an interesting uh, but somewhat complimentary 
a combination of the two bands. Um, I remember having great conversations with them after the show. One of the reasons why I remember specifically that we played Love of My Life at that show was I did some drum fill thing towards the end, Mm -hmm. you know, last chorus, kind of big, used some cymbals and some toms. And their drummer, bless his heart, whatever his name is, he comes up and he's like, I really like what you played at the end. And I was like, (laughs) oh, thanks. Uh, Do you remember going onto their bus afterwards? Uh, Yeah, I had a little bit too much to drink. (laughs) I'm just going to be honest with you. you you don't need to talk about that. But they, uh, part of part of the Wormy Dogs, uh, part of their payment, I think, was just beer. Yeah. Well, it's like Eli, you got the ca- you got a case before you went up. Yeah, or they well, were Eli buying Young us- and uh, had a deal with Bud Light, I think, at the time or something, and so their bus was full of beer. But the problem right. was when you play a club show like that, that's how people. They thank you. Yeah, or, they're yeah, like, "Hey, let me buy you a shot." Or so tip you. Me, or like, I'm like, I'm not asking what it is. I'm just. Okay, cool, thanks. And then, and then, uh, that's you. Mistake yeah. number one. I, yeah, that was, I didn't do that. that night, I had way too, I was like, I don't even know what I'm taking now. And then it was like beer, and I was like, oh gosh, I'm going to be toast, you know. And then we got on the bus, and then, uh, what's yeah. funny is a girl I went to high school with, um, was there for that show, and she lived not mm-hmm. too far, and her friend was one of the bar girls or whatever at the Wormy Dog. Gotcha. But Eddie was like, she was with me and Eddie looked at her and was like, you need to get him out of here. <laughs> Cause I was, you need to get him out I, of here. I guess I've only been tipsy like that one time in my life. And it was that night. I, Interesting. I guess I get overly friendly and super nice. And I'm like the, I want to be everybody's bud. And so Eddie, <laughs> Eddie was like, get him out of here. So I will say be everybody's bud light. Yeah. So I will Fred. say I went to her house. She went to bed. I sat on the couch and I watched a, Paramore show on MTV it was like they had just come out at the time with that that uh, I forget what record it was and I watched a live show of theirs and then I watched something else was it the big the big album yeah the, the, the like, riot yeah, is it riot I think that's when it took them off yeah so I watched the sh- I watched their live show and then I just kept watching music videos and the next thing I know it's like six or seven in the morning and I'm like everything's worn off. I drank water, so I didn't have a hangover or anything. So I tell that story to people and they get really mad. Cause I was like the one time I had too much to drink. I didn't have a hangover. So then I remember I was like, I should probably stay awake, drink a lot of water. I actually had to work that night. So I was like, I, I was like, I need oh, to go shoot. I need to go home and uh, sleep for a little bit. Cause I got to work. <laughs> so. Well, so you did that. Um, what I did, yeah, I left because was... I don't know what had happened on the bus at that point. <laughs> yeah, so so we we all get on the bus, right? And um, so Eli Young is not Eli Young's name. No so idea. it's Mike Eli yeah. is the singer, and James Young plays the guitar. guitar. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I other band members, Eli Young band mm-hmm. guys, are like hanging with like I don't know what you might call them bus bunnies like yeah. girls who have come onto <laughs> onto the bus yeah. and they're hanging out but i'm so i'm sitting at this little table across from james young and we're chatting and uh and we're just talking about music and we're and we start talking about how we how we grew up and what are some influences and what we listened to when we were kids and that's whenever i figured out that he knew who dc talk was and oh, carmen nice. and like oh, all nice. this like ccm music yeah, because yeah. he grew up in the church listening to what all that stuff. See, I didn't even and know that. 
because I made yeah. So and he he had had a, a few beers himself, so he gave me his phone number that night. Oh, nice. Um, and then a month or two or something later, um, not very long later, they toured through Beaumont, Texas, mm. and they I knew the they were playing at a at an Antones club, mm. uh, and uh, so I I texted him. And I thought, hey, uh, sorry to bother you. This is Josh from Radial Angel. Yeah. Um, maybe you remember me, but I saw you guys were playing tonight. Um, are there still tickets to the show? I would love to come. And and he was just like, hey, yeah, we'll get you in. I'll put your name on the list right now. Hey, we're just hanging out in the bus. Come on by. And so nice. I went, and he invited me into the bus, and I chatted. And, and Mike Eli just kind of sat there kind of awkward, like, I think I remember this guy. <laughs> 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 but and James was nice. The drummer was nice. It was good. Yeah. It was fine. And then uh, as soon as I felt like, okay, I, I, I have to be done here yeah. with these people because this is weird. Um, yeah. And then I just watched, I watched them play and it was, cool. it was great. And I'm sure he's changed his phone number by now because I still have it. Yeah. I was going to say, um, I have, uh, I think the drummer or the bass player. Cause I remember after we played that show, uh, I went and bought that record that had just because it's like the only record of theirs that was out. And then I like took level. A, yeah. I like took a picture and I was like supporting you boys or whatever. And he was like, ha, you should have just asked for one for free. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> yeah, I did the same thing. I, uh, I bought that record in Oklahoma on my way out of town oh, nice. to go back home after that show. Yeah. And, um, I have Jet Black and Jealous, which is what came out afterwards. Yeah. Well, they were working honestly, on they were working on uh, Guinevere. Do you remember them sound checking with that song? Yes. And I was like, no. Yes. It's on the it's on the Jet Black record, <laughs> um, right? I, but when I remember them, like they were working on it, like and they sound checked with it. And I I was I think I was standing next to Josh Evans, and I was like, man, this song is going to be a hit, and it ended up being like one of their bigger singles off. It that was one of the yeah. one of the big hits. Yeah. I was like, man, that's um, a good song. It was, it's a pretty good record, but I think maybe just for memories and various yeah. reasons, like level is like, I listen to that kind of maybe more often than yeah. it deserves to be listened to, but it's, I, I like it a lot. <laughs> that was a good show. <laughs> I, I don't mean they're bad songs. I mean like the recording quality yeah, is yeah, like, yeah. it's a step above indie. Yeah. Um, it was but it's like, not like we're, we're not a big band yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's a good- like it's, it's listenable for sure. And it has, and it has the original, uh, when it when rains, it rains yeah. the, the jet black and jealous version, you know, just love to Eli young banks. I know they're going to watch this podcast, yeah, but sure. The, oh, they definitely the, will. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 The, um, <laughs> but the, the re-recorded version just has some extra parts and it feels a little too soft to me. Uh, I like yeah. the, I like the jingle jangle yeah. of the original. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. That was a good show but, though. I mean, I remember I the it. show. I remember being there. I remember playing the show. A ton of people mm-hmm. were there. It was. I mean, that was. And then there's a bunch of stuff you don't remember. Oh, I'm sure there was. <laughs> uh, I do remember, like, I think I the girl that I was went to high school with was like protecting me from some bad decisions that might have had. Like, some girls were like, "Hey," and like, I'm not thinking clearly, so she was like. Okay, come with me. <laughs> you know, that type of situation. Okay. But yeah. Say goodbye to the bus bunnies. Yeah. But that <laughs> night though, um, that was when Josh Evans was like basically that was it for him. Like he was Oh right. So it was like a high. We've just played this great show in front of a ton yeah. of people, but he was 
He was, oh, was like, that, yeah. did he, he, like, that's when he decided to leave or whatever? Yeah, he or? was like, I can stay for a little bit longer, you know, play out the rest of the shows that we have, but he was, he wanted to go to school and mm. you know, kind of do yeah. it, which I, I mean, I yeah. did it. We weren't making a ton of money or any money at all. Uh, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like somebody was making a ton of money. It, wasn't and it me. certainly wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't like, me I, either. I would, I would go out. I would be away from home for a full month. And, come back with 250 bucks. Come, yeah, come, like literally, yeah. Eddie would write me a check for $300. Hey, that's $100 like, that's more than I got a month. So you got a raise. <laughs> <laughs> and he and he would be like, well, you know, if you if you if you don't eat and you keep all your per diems, yeah. you make like four hundred yeah, bucks exactly. a month. I'm well, like, that's a hundred dollars a week. Yeah, <laughs> we wouldn't make that, it now. At that time in my life, all I had was car insurance, a phone bill, and gas. Yeah. Oh, the good, yeah. Yeah. Oh, right? the good old days. Yeah, right. We wouldn't we <laughs> yeah. wouldn't make it on our per diem now. No, we would not. Inflation. Yeah. No, goodness gracious, no. that's so no expensive. Value meal. I'd be like, uh, I'm going to eat a burger today, and that's it. Thanks. Yeah. Well, it's like what used to be a dollar is now like three dollars or yeah. something, you know, on the on the dollar menu or whatever. On the value menu, yeah, yeah value menu. I remember value menu. No, it can't be a dollar. No. It's multi dollar. Because yeah. <laughs> um, in case anybody's wondering, it was ten dollars on days that there were no mm-hmm. shows yeah. and five dollars on the day that we did have a show. Because nice to know, some was, things don't change. Eating was part of the co- contract. Yeah. yeah. You did get a hundred dollar monthly raise though, so that's yeah. Good. You did make more than I did. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you take into account what we got from the label, then sure. But I was like, yeah, that that didn't go. I don't know. It, it I remember didn't, I, it didn't. I bought <clears throat> I uh, the trailer that we got. Add that to the big freaking trailer that we had there for a while. I bought that, and instead of the band paying me back. That money that they were going to pay me back went to actually pay my taxes. I was like, so I never even saw that money. And I was like, all right, thanks. I was like, oh, Great. that sucked. Oh, so the the good the the side of of the band and finances that people didn't realize was lack thereof. So yeah, oh, gosh. Uh, yeah. Well, quickly, what have you been up to after RA? I mean. You don't have to go into the details of why you needed to move to Canada. I know your wife is originally from there, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. My wife, uh, Carly, she was born in Hamilton, Ontario. Mm-hmm. We met We met in Beaumont, Texas. Her dad was a music pastor oh. in the Assemblies of God denomination. Okay. And so they, they had immigrated to the U.S. in the mid, in the mid or late 80s. Um, uh, but in, we, we were married in 2008, and... Um, for our first year anniversary, we went to Kelowna, British Columbia, which is where her family, like grandparents and stuff were, were from. And we were up there and it was, it was very, very beautiful. And I was like, we should live here. And she had this, uh, some medical issues that were starting to become financially complicated for us because mm-hmm. we lived in Houston at the time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I was like, you know, you're a citizen and, you know, philosophically, maybe I like, have problems with like socialized whatever, but like <laughs> practically why don't we take the win? Yeah, exactly. And so that's, that's what we did. So we, we just moved up, we moved up and um, I ended up with her starting a uh, professional portrait photography business um, and started doing that full time in 2014 um, and only did that up until moving back. So Canada was cool while it was cool. When it got weird, it got re- kind of weird real fast. Were you there during the shutdown? 
like during COVID. So I'm shit. Yeah, I heard stories. We have some friends that live in Canada, and it was it got pretty bad. I heard. Yeah, um, BC as a province was probably middle of the road as far as like like Quebec was wild. They were like wild. They had, they had like curfews at night and they, at some point, all of their churches were like vaccine passport only. Wow. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> so like, Oh, Yikes. what do you do as a church then? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a tough spot. Yeah. Um, wow. you know, unless you have convictions, <laughs> <laughs> then you know exactly what to do. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah. So we were there for, for all of that. And whenever, whenever it all kind of, when the fog from all that kind of cleared after, after a couple of years of it all, the, the 2022 like wedding photography schedule was like not what it was mm. pre COVID restrictions. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I'm not totally starting over, but I kind of feel like I'm starting over right now. Cause we took a big hit mm. during those. Cause they had made, they had made, uh, wedding receptions like vaccine passport only and all kind they had like limited the amount of people that could be there and so Gosh, a lot of people were yeah. like postponing like canceling so we lost a lot of a lot of work over those yeah. two years and so we're just like you know texas is looking kind of good yeah um <laughs> some of some of her family that lived there her parents they had moved they they had moved away so my kids didn't have grandparents yeah. and so we just thought you know let's Let's go. Let's go down south and and sniff around. So in the spring of last year, we came down for a visit and we were, visited the church that I thought we'd probably go to and yeah. confirmed. Yeah, I think I'd like to go to this church and um, talk to family and friends. And they were just like, "Don't tease us about moving back here unless <laughs> yeah. you're going to move back here." And so we did. We so we we came back to Texas in October of last hmm. year. Um, and, you know, I used to joke years and years ago, I was like, every Christian rock band guy that I ever knew who stayed in the church just became some dorky music <laughs> pastor or some worship leader in the church. They all did it. <laughs> and then, and uh, through the late 2010s, like 2015, 16, 17, 18. Yeah. That was also me. Yeah. <laughs> like so, I had done it. Yep. So the, it was uh, the the very the very first Sunday we were back in Texas. They asked me to to play That's with so funny. Yeah. with uh, the guy who was playing. He was like, "Hey man, you want you want to play?" Because because uh, in 2014 for Father's Day, uh, Carly bought me a mandolin. Oh nice! And, oh nice! Yeah yeah. So I uh, I play I play that most Sundays. Oh cool. Cool. Yeah, that's a, that's on my to get list. I want to learn. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a dope instrument. Yeah. It's um, yeah, it's pretty. It's cool. cool. Um, the stuff I didn't know about it, like the strings are tuned exactly the same as a violin. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Uh, Tommy's like that's uh, yes. I, I only know because I like watched like a choir. instructional not too long ago, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I didn't oh. know that. And then, wow. and then the it's the but and that's also the guitar strings just upside down. It is. I learned <laughs> that on the same well, video. I didn't know that. And yeah. and the strings are all fourth, right? They're fourth intervals, so you don't have that weird thing on the guitar, you know, when the. Yeah, when there's your four no string goes. Yeah, no. there's no B yeah. B okay. string that, that mm-hmm. goes that goes weird. So yeah. learning learning the major scale is really really easy. Oh, that's yeah, cool. and to move it up and down, uh, you know, playing it fast and clean and yeah, great sure, that, is hard. That's one thing. But, yeah, it, but learning 
learning the ins and outs. That's anyway, cool. it's 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 fun to play. I played a ton. Mm-hmm. I also I I still play guitar. Um, I I lead the music for our church's youth group. Oh, nice. Um, and uh, Are you sometimes drums on anymore? Sunday. Um, I've done a a little bit of cajon playing okay. over the last <laughs> ten years or yeah. so, but uh, frankly, uh, Canada is very expensive, oh, and we never. You know, I still have it, oh, but nice. we never lived in a place where I didn't share a wall with somebody. Ah, gotcha. So yeah. I could never set it up. And we have a great uh, – uh, we're in a great spot now, but yeah. it is a little tight in here. Um, I could maybe set it up in the living room when everybody was gone and play. But, yeah, yeah so I haven't I haven't played like a – set up a kit and played in – I'm so sorry, but it's been a couple of years. Oh, it's been no worries. What, what kit do you have? Just up. just for fun? Yes. Oh sure, I've got a piece of crap Tama. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, it's mm-hmm. it's the crap star. The crap star. <laughs> hey, that thing sounded pretty good. I remember. That. Thanks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I I did stuff to it. <laughs> like it I, had, I remember your like I remember your toms were like they sounded huge to me. Like so I remember that. Thanks. Yeah. I, Good heads will do a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. There yeah. were little. I did everything that I possibly could to get the most bang for my buck for yeah. that kid. Yeah. So like I I I yeah, I liked coated heads mm-hmm. uh, on the drums. I took out all of the, like metal washers, replaced them with plastic washers oh, yeah. nice. for like more vibration. Mm-hmm. I took the black the black wraps off of them um, and like finished the bare wood, which was ugly as sin underneath the wraps because they didn't care, but yeah, yeah. gave it kind of a unique look because yeah. the Tom's like the wood tone wasn't the same tone. Yeah. It was like not uniform or whatever. Yeah. I, I've seen yeah. people do that on, on those like kind of kits before. And I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I, the, the kick drum I've, I all, I, what I had the the, I think it's the, Tama, maybe Tama, maybe it's the, Aquarian, the super kick. That's Aquarian. Anyway, it has yeah. like yeah, the felt but, around it. Yeah, yeah. It's the yeah, yeah. So it just like muffles it mm-hmm. just in just the right way. Yeah. yeah. And then I had the I have this uh this, fourteen by five Ludwig snare. Nice. That is loud. Yeah, it is that. way loud and um. But probably my my prize is the uh, is the ride symbol. It's the it's a Zildjian A ride, mm-hmm. and it's uh it's it's a twenty four inch ride. Oh wow, yeah. big yeah, boy! I've had, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I've had that. drummers say like I would trade my kit for this ride, and I was like, no, yeah, this is I'm this is mine. I bought it for my friend. Yeah. Um, shout out to uh, Elliot Fraser, the lead singer and songwriter for um, Ringo Death Star. Okay. A great band. Mm. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> yeah. Great name. <laughs> it is a great name. <laughs> Good uh, Beatles Star Wars. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the, and if you if you know like early Starflyer 59 okay. or um, I only know that because Eddie time. would only Eddie, listen yeah. to freaking yeah. Starflyer 59 all the time. All the yeah. time. Yeah. That and Sunny Day Real Estate, well, which I enjoyed Sunny Day. But. Sunny Day's good. Yeah. <sighs> Man. I like I like Starflyer's like Starflyer career so stuff the most. <laughs> yeah. I like like Yellow album anyway. But yeah, so Ringo Death Star is kind of a that's awesome fuzzy <laughs> name. band. Yeah, uh, they're good. So what are, are you guys? Are you still doing f- photography stuff in Texas, or what? Have you guys? Doing yeah, that's else, that's or? what I, that's what I'm that's what I'm doing here. Um, 
I'm just uh, kind of rebuilding. So I do some part-time work at a friend's company uh, as they need, but like I'm shooting weddings and taking, taking pictures. That's That's cool. That's what I do. It's a, I do appreciate that it allows for uh, a pretty high level of like creative output. Yeah. You know, I've seen, I mean, I remember seeing some of your stuff and it was pretty awesome. So, no, oh, thank cool. you. Yeah, well, like it was it. pretty easy in BC, surrounded by all the mountains oh, yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. Everything, everywhere you turned, it was a postcard. It was like, well, I guess I'll just put you over there, and it'll look amazing. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm sad I didn't. We, we never got over to that side. When I lived in New Hampshire, we went up to uh, Quebec City um, <clears throat> for one of our anniversaries. I loved that area, um, but I was like, we never got to go anywhere west. Um, I've always wanted to go, to, like you know the BC side because to me, Vancouver and like that whole area over there just, yeah, we lived, I mean, uh, the East, <clears> the <throat> East coast, the East coast of Canada is not that great. Um, yeah, I, you know, I've heard it's good in the fall yeah, it's or about if you, if you go really, really far East to like yeah, Newfoundland. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, we lived, we lived about four hours from Vancouver. Okay, so yeah. I was there several times a year. Nice. That's cool. Well, I'm glad you're back in the States. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I remember there for a while. I mean, we weren't sure. Um, I mean, Tommy ultimately uh, had the, the first say of when we were going to originally do um, a reunion show at some point. He just wasn't sure if he was going to be able to pull it off. Yeah. And it's back I before you... I realized I could, I, you know, yeah. And so I had reached out to, I had reached out to you, but. Yeah, once again, a promise of some shows, and then just <laughs> he took it away from back. Me. Classic, uh, classic radio. Hey, but now, now I know you know you play mandolin. So mm, yeah, some, yeah, some projects. Yeah, um, yeah. Any, 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 anytime I can help, whatever. Because we got I'm, some I'd stuff love to do it. You need to get one of them dolls we talked about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you can record and send back to us. Yeah, that that way you can do what we do, where we just uh, send it, send it back and forth. I could make it happen. I've got I know I know people. I was gonna okay, say you got friends over there. You could just hop over to their house. <laughs> well that that's yeah, true quick. too. Yeah, you could do yeah. that. No, that's yeah. cool. Uh any final thoughts? Anything you wanna say? Well, my final thoughts would be like thank thanks for having me on. I um I've listened to every episode. Oh nice. Uh oh, yeah, cool. I love I love this kind of stuff. Like if it was, I mean, it's especially meaningful because I was in the band. So yeah. I love hearing like all those details that you were too burned out to talk about whenever I was in the band. <laughs> and then, um, but like, if it was anybody, if it was like two guys from seven day Jesus talking yeah. about their starting, like I would listen to it because yeah, I that would love, be cool. Like that, that sort of, <laughs> yeah, I wish those guys, would start <laughs> that would be cool. I would listen yeah, to that. I would yeah. listen to that. But like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like, I like to listen to like, I don't know. There's something. There's something about like '90s up to early 2000s, sort of mm-hmm. like Christian rock that I yeah. love. It's like it's like I I'm a little bit of an encyclopedia about it. Like yeah. I know the records and the songs and all that sort of stuff. So I lo- I like hearing all the inside all the inside scoops, the different bands that that you it's guys kinda, played with, and remembering yeah. the bands that I played with and stuff. I was gonna say it's kind of like I mean it's kind of why we wanted to do it. One, I'm just it's just fun to do podcasts for for sure. And getting to talk to old friends and stuff. But like, I remember watching, um, I remember what band it was. Uh, well, our lady piece, still one of my favorite bands. Um, they kind of, oh, yeah. they kind of lost me after Jeremy Taggart left. But prior to that, they had, um, like a DVD CD 
really i don't remember what record it was but then it was like behind the scenes stuff so it was like them in the studio and then them playing live shows mm-hmm. and you just got to mm-hmm. see the intertwining and stuff and then when podcasts became a, a you know a big thing you could listen to different bands talk about stuff and i was like that's fun like we have tons of stories um i mean we weren't huge but we we met a ton of bands we have stories on pretty much anybody radio around. angel played hundreds of shows yeah so like we oh, have yeah. some stories to tell. <laughs> like, and we met a yeah. lot of bands um like i was i was just in it for you know a couple of years at the end and still played a lot of shows yeah. even with like few few months in between here and there we, like it was a hard working touring band that's we, for sure we were known to be road warriors <laughs> like yeah. one year one year i remember it was almost like 300 dates the year yeah, that it was like we yeah i think it was right when we would things really took off it is like, yeah we were mm-hmm. gone for months yeah and then yeah i just I, at 41 there's no way i could do that again unless i was on a bus and i wasn't driving that's fine i could do that. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. don't ask fly me to me drive anymore sure i'll do it yeah no. let me get somewhere far enough away from this guy so i don't have to smell him anymore <laughs> yeah. uh, you get a little set in your ways as you get older like i don't want to be around yeah. many people in a close confined space for months on end like i just yeah. people don't think about that kind of stuff like when you're in that that van oh gosh that's yeah but thing. you know you said you said it uh an episode or two ago or something uh, you know eddie how Eddie would say, you know, the worst day on the road is better than the yeah. best day at it, some stupid job somewhere. Oh yeah, and uh, yeah. I, I felt I felt that way, even though I, you know, I could stay home and work and make a lot more money. But oh, you worked at Toys R Us at the time. I did. I worked yes. at Toys R Us. <laughs> good, good memory. Yeah. Um, I had I worked out some sweet deal with the big corporate retail retail giant where I just came and went as I wanted. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was working there, and I, I guess I could have just worked there. <laughs> <laughs> no. But um, but yeah, yeah. So no, I mean, final thoughts. I mean, thanks for having me on. It's so much fun. Yeah. It's great to talk to you. I mean, we literally haven't had a conversation like this in fifteen years. Yeah, yeah. Which is so crazy um, to think about. Yeah, and uh, I was talking to to uh to Carly the other day after the last episode when he talked about a reunion show and I and I I told her I was like hey if they set a date for that like I want to drive up <laughs> and she was like oh yeah the whole family will oh, go that'd be awesome I was like oh, okay sweet yeah yeah definitely want to work out maybe you can play a song or something yeah I was going to oh. say maybe you, oh, g- maybe g- you can g- come play a song it's like, don't tease him don't don't tease <laughs> don't, don't 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 tell me that because they're going to be like well it's actually only one verse <laughs> <laughs> so, so stupid. and i'd still drive up and do it yeah. because i'm stupid you, and i would do it you, you can play so. the down chorus on not beautiful where there's no drums yeah you can play that <laughs> you just, yeah you just walk off and i'll sit i'll sit there and just like chink the hat yeah yeah the, you could you do, a, do a little twirl yeah, drumstick yeah. thing I'll do a little twirl, yeah and then Right as it's about to go, I'll just slip out and you can sit back. Yeah, it'll be great. You can play. Yeah, definitely. That's going to happen. That would be be like peak (laughs) spinal tap situation. It would. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, peak. One of my favorite movies. Oh, Oh, yeah. That's so funny. What happened to your drum? He's dead. He, he yeah. died in a, a, a freak gardening accident. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> a fun fact about that really quick i just watched like a behind the scenes. i recently watched spinal tap like a few days ago and i realized that the whole movie is 100 percent ab-libbed like 100 percent besides the songs they they said right. all they knew was like their backstory, you know, because when they talk about, mm-hmm. you know, we played this and Nigel and I grew up together, you know, like that was the only yeah, thing yeah. that was was that <laughs> was set in yeah. stone. So anytime yeah. they like said something like the producer said, like he almost like messed the scene up when he says, uh, you know, they're the other drummer. Uh, choked on vomit and it wasn't his vomit but you can't dust for vomit (laughs) so we don't know whose it was he said when he said you can't dust for vomit i almost ruined the whole scene (laughs) yeah it's one of my favorites i remember watching something and, and ozzy osbourne was talking about having first seen the film you know and it came out in the uh you know in the 80s and Oz was still kicking pretty strong yeah. back then, right? So he's watching it, and he said, when they got to the scene and the backstage, and he's looking at the crackers and the meat, and he's, like, talking about, like, it's, I, I, it keeps folding, it and it keeps breaking, and the whole thing is a complete catastrophe. <laughs> and he was like, I didn't know at that point that it was parody, that it was, uh, like, this is what we would like. That, that was the thing, is, like, uh, I, they said also a lot of people thought it was real. They yeah. were like, who's this band we've never heard of? They're terrible. Why do they have this this movie, you know, this documentary? They didn't realize it. But, yeah. yeah. I've got the soundtrack, Those and guys I listen awesome. to it. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, yeah, seriously, yeah. though, if you do come up, that w- I mean, we could try work something out because Tommy can switch over to bass or whatever. He's literally playing the bass guitar on all the all the songs now. Anyway, yeah. That we're- oh, or, nice. or I yeah, can just I take a break, fun. you know, I can yeah. just take a break and, yeah, you know. Well, you know, like, yeah, well, there would be something fun, I think, about playing on the stage with you, Tom. I think yeah, that would be Oh, really two kits. Okay. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Play oh, oh, no. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thought you thought you wanted to do like a, a newsboys thing and we'll be uh, twirling and no, you know and, you'll put two kits on the stage and you'll play the song and then you'll wink at me right as the song's over. And yeah. I'll just be like yeah. <laughs> Oh god. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh, well, cool. Yeah, well, we set a date. We're not gonna talk about it now, but I'll shoot you a text cool. um, and tell yeah. you all the details Sounds good. and stuff. I look, I look forward to it. We're not gonna release any of that stuff yet. We're gonna nail down some stuff, but I'm pretty sure we have a date. Um but yeah. But yeah, man, thanks for coming on. Um it's yeah. kind of funny, you know, you have yeah. um people in your life that um you can go, like you said, fifteen years and pick right back up. It's kinda like Josh Evans. I know we live all here in Oklahoma now, but Josh is so busy. He's um, too busy for us these days. Yeah. He's yeah. super busy with the job that he works. And um, I think what's funny is I see his wife more than I see him because she cuts mm-hmm. my wife's hair. Um, oh, nice. And so it's just kind of funny. I'm like, it's sad, Josh, that I see your wife more than I see you. Um, but they're the Josh is another one of those where he, I can go years without speaking to him and just kind of pick right back. Yeah. So. Schlosh Evans. He's one of, he was one of my favorite people. Yeah, he's fun. Oh, yeah, uh, he's he, great. He yeah. His, he, yeah, he and his brother, Jared, <laughs> yeah. just hilarious. Oh. So, like, there's – you can't repeat on a podcast the, nope. the hilarious – No, you can't, thing. yeah. Nope. <laughs> nope. You can't say it, 
The only and thing you can this, this sweetest <laughs> Christian boy you've ever seen or met who genuinely loved the Lord. Yes, and, and then, then he would just yep. sing something, yep. <laughs> and you'd be like, "What?" <laughs> I can still, we harmonize that? I still sing one of his. Is that plug in your phone? Oh yeah, make sure that it's it's charging. And he's like, Boop. it's charging. <laughs> I remember where we were staying when he did that. It was, it was like this weird host home that we were. Oh at. god, yeah. He was always making up songs like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. funny. But yeah, cool man. Thanks so much for being on. Um, it was yeah. just really cool uh, to kind of get a different perspective. That's kind of like we like doing that. Yeah. I think- and uh, yeah, just thanks again for having me on. Um, I've really enjoyed talking to you guys and yeah. seeing you guys again. Yeah. And uh, yeah, let's uh, hey keep keep texting me about anything, whatever comes to mind. <laughs> <laughs> just just wake me up with a hello. How you doing? Yeah, sure will. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. I'm glad you made it this far. And, uh, yeah, we'll uh, see you soon. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Bye.